Major shakeups coming out of the Supreme Court today, how the decisions impact religious and students' financial freedom. And we tied a record high today in Austin, your 4th of July weekend forecast in first warning weather. And 5 o'clock on a Friday means it's finally the weekend, but this one is different. It's a holiday weekend. What you need to know before heading out on your vacation. The U.S. Supreme Court wrapped up its term today, handing down two major rulings. A very good afternoon to you. I'm Jennifer Sanders. I'm Daniel Money. The court's conservative majority blocked President Biden's student loans forgiveness plan and also ruled businesses can refuse to work with same-sex couples. NBC's Alice Barr reports on the decisions. In another day of major shakeups, the Supreme Court's conservative majority blocking President Biden's student loans forgiveness plan, ruling six to three that the president had gone too far without congressional approval in moving to cancel more than $400 billion in student loan debt. You borrow some money to go to college and uh, there, there should be responsibility to pay that back. That's going to crush us financially. President Biden already working on alternatives to deliver on a campaign promise. To provide student debt relief to as many borrowers as possible, as quickly as possible. That's why we're creating a temporary 12-month, what we're calling on-ramp repayment program. The administration had argued it was legal to let some 43 million eligible borrowers cancel up to $20,000 in debt under a statute regarding national emergencies like the COVID pandemic. But the court decided the plan overstepped the president's authority. In a separate significant case today, the high court ruled in favor of a Colorado web designer who wanted to be able to reject same-sex wedding clients. And I'm grateful for the court for affirming that the government can't force anyone to say something they don't believe. The court's majority decided that as a creative professional, Lori Smith's First Amendment rights shielded her from punishment under Colorado's anti-discrimination law because, quote, Colorado seeks to force an individual to speak in ways that align with its views but defy her conscience about a matter of major significance. The dissenting liberal justices argued the First Amendment does not protect the act of discrimination, noting this is the the first time the high court has granted a business open to the public a constitutional right to refuse to serve members of a protected class and saying that will quote mark gays and lesbians for second class status in Washington Alice Barr NBC News after a series of major decisions several of them overruling decades of precedent progressive lawmakers are now calling for a variety of Supreme Court reforms, but President Biden said this week that he does not support expanding the courts. We now know the name of the man pulled from Lady Bird Lake earlier this week. Today, Austin police confirmed his name is Moga Dugel, and he was 23 years old. They did not say how he died, but said that they are not investigating this as a homicide. Austin firefighters say first responders found his body Tuesday around West Cesar Chavez Street. It was near where Barton Creek comes into the lake. Now he is the fifth person recovered from the lake just this year. All right, well, it's the 4th of July getaway rush and there have been some serious issues all week at airports around the country. 2.8 million people are expected to go through TSA checkpoints today alone. A little more than that and an all-time record would be set. The last record was Thanksgiving 2019. United Airlines has canceled up to a third of its flights several days this week because of operational issues at its major hubs in Newark, Denver, Houston, and Chicago O'Hare. 
The airline says it is very close to getting back to normal operations and the most affected airport right now continues to be Denver. One Austin man is feeling the brunt of the United Airlines issues. He said that he should be headed to Japan, but United canceled his flight to Denver, causing him to miss his connecting flights. He says now he may not be able to leave until the 4th. We try to practice that we control what we can control. We recognize what we can't. We're not always great at it, but this morning at least, I've had enough coffee. I'm in a good enough mood. Well, AAA projects 392,000 Texans will fly to their destinations this Independence Day weekend, and that's a jump of 12% from last year and up 12% from 2019. And looking at the roads right now, taking a look at I-35 and 11th Street right now, it doesn't look too bad at the moment, but if you are planning on driving to your holiday weekend destination, you may want to hold off just a little bit. According to AAA, right now isn't the best time to leave the house. The worst travel time today was expected to be through 5 p.m., so we're just starting to see the traffic come down a little bit. The best time to travel tomorrow, by the way, will be before noon. All right, and people are celebrating the holiday weekend, and someone said they're excited because there's a cool front that we're enduring today. <laughs> no official cool front. Yeah. Temperatures actually ended up just like they did yesterday, okay. and that for today tied a record high. <sighs> Happy end of June, right? How appropriate as we wrap up one of the hottest Junes on record. We'll talk about that in a moment. High temperatures just coming in here at 5 o'clock at a record tying 101. That's pretty far above normal, the record high of 101. That's a little low for this time of the year. It's the hottest we've been on June 30th, most recently set back in 2018, but reached that uh, one date before as well. Here we are in Westlake, even with a couple clouds out there. Temperatures were really not kept down in the Austin area. Beautiful view from our Lorenz and Lorenz 360 cam. We're still sitting at 101 in Austin, a little more comfortable in surrounding suburbs, 96 down in Dripping, 97 out east in Giddings. We do still have our last heat advisory, hopefully, of this heat wave until 7 o'clock for Fayette County. That heat advisory for high heat indices up to about 110. Coming up, we'll take a look at a hot holiday weekend. How cool your temperatures could be compared to recently, though, when some storms are possible and brand new outlooks for the coming month of July. Austin police need your help finding a missing woman. 69-year-old Sandra Linnell Burton hasn't been seen since Wednesday on Clayton Lane. That's near a shopping center off of Highway 290 and I-35. Here's her picture right here. She was last seen wearing a red, black, and gold shirt, black leggings, black fuzzy slippers with gold stars, and a sparkly silver head wrap. If you've seen her or you have any information, be sure to call Austin police. Well, Mexico's Navy has seized a submarine containing over three and a have tons of drugs believed to be cocaine. Navy officials say the 80-foot-long submarine is considered to be the largest of its kind detained by Mexican authorities. Five people of different nationalities traveling on the vessel were detained and taken to the coastal city of La Paz near the tip of the Baja California Peninsula, where they were then handed over to local law enforcement. And if you're heading, you aren't heading out of town, there's a good chance you're heading to one of our lakes. What officers are now doing to keep you safe on the water this holiday weekend. And if you are heading out of town, there may be some delays on the road. We're going to tell you the areas to avoid and why you need to be extra cautious in construction areas. Central Texans will be filling up our lakes this 4th of July, and the Austin Police Department's Lake Patrol Division is sharing some safety tips for families this weekend. Lake Patrol is expecting a lot of boaters on Lake Austin this weekend because the nearest lake, Lake Travis, we've told you the water's too low. 
Public boat ramps have been closed there, leaving Lake Austin as the closest option. But keep in mind, there are only three public boat ramps along the 21-mile stretch of Lake Austin, so expect things to be very busy. Authorities say even if you are on the water, you need to obey the rules of the road. If you're going up, you got to stay on the right side. Same thing, you got to stay hang on the right side. Not, it's not everybody drives everywhere, whatever they want to on the lake. They got to stay on the right, right side every time we go. And also to remember, there needs to be a life jacket available for everyone on the boat. Kids under 13 must wear one at all times. And also you need to have a fire extinguisher on board. Lake Patrol says it is staffed and ready for the holiday weekend. Awesome police will also keep up their increased patrols over the weekend. It's part of a DWI enforcement initiative coinciding with the 4th of July holiday. The no refusal period will continue each night through July 9th. So that means a judge will be on standby to get a warrant to draw blood of any driver who refuses a breath test. Well, coming up at 530, NBC Nightly News takes you inside the future of underwater exploration. NBC News' Kristen Dahlgren got access to a center leading the way in science and safety. We're here at the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution where some of the world's deepest diving submersibles are built and tested. This sphere was a part of Alvin, the first submersible to carry humans to the wreck of the Titanic. Tonight we have an inside look at how they are designed and tested and why the mission remains so critical. That's coming up on NBC Nightly News. Well, as the hot, dry weather continues on this final day of June, more bad news from the lakes. Lake Travis, which now officially only has one public boat ramp open, as you heard. The level is down another inch and a half just in the past 24 hours, 32 feet lower than its typical level this month. We'll have your forecast all the way through July and for the fourth holiday coming up. And welcome back. You are looking at SH-71 West at SH-130 right now. If you're headed out to that area soon, well, you can see you're in luck because it's looking pretty clear right now. But be prepared for some delays through Del Valley down the road on East uh, on Highway 71. As KXN traffic anchor Erica Brennis reports, on a busy Friday like today, it's critical to use caution through construction zones. Highway 71 at Ross Road and Kellum Road is part of the Austin area that I frequently watch back up, especially for drivers coming in and out of town from Bastrop County. But in another year, we should see major improvements to your drive time. There's a big construction zone between Ross and Kellum, and this is going to pay off for travelers in a big way once these projects are complete. Uh, what we're doing is removing the traffic signals from the main lanes of SH-71 and we will put bridges in there. Bridges that will eliminate the traffic lights right there, making it easier for commuter traffic to get through Del Valley on Highway 71 and easier for local traffic to navigate those smaller trips. When you have that much traffic there on Ross Road that's entering SH-71 or, or vice versa and you have the schools in that area, you have uh, development there, housing development, uh, as well as commercial. It's important that we uh, make it as safe as possible. But the improvements are not going to stop here at Ross Road and Kellum along Highway 71. Texod is also planning to remove the lights on Highway 71 at Tucker Hill Lane, also at 71 and Pope Ben, as well as the intersection of Highway 71 and FM 1209 in Bastrop. Once those projects are complete in the next several years, then you'll be able to go from basically Austin Bergstrom International Airport 
to Houston without encountering a single traffic signal. TxDOT expects this $60 million project to wrap up in about a year. In Del Valley, Erica Brennis, KXAN News. All right, it's hard to believe it is the final day of June. <laughs> the weather has stayed pretty much the yes. same every day. Feels like we've been through a whole summer already. Yes. Yeah. And now the two hottest months of the year oh, uh, begin tomorrow. You know, this was an unusual June, though. We've got a, uh, several markers of just how unusual it has been. One of them, check this out, 100-degree days. Today, we did hit 101. That was our 15th triple-digit heat day of the month. That, as you see here on the right side of your screen, is a tie for the fifth highest 100-degree day count during this early summer month. Of course, number one was the hottest June in history last June, 2022. Notice how most of these are in the 2000s as the climate it warms, Junes are getting hotter. And another measure, not only 100 degree days, but the average temperature of every single hour of every day and night. This we are projecting, of course, since the month isn't totally over yet. Tie for sixth place. We've got 125 Junes in the book, so ranking sixth place for one of the hottest is a pretty big deal. It has been unusual. And brand new outlooks from the NOAA Climate Prediction Center today pointing to July's weather. Unfortunately, the odds are pretty good for slightly warmer than normal weather locally. That's bad news when our average highs are in the upper upper 90s, but we could see the door open to slightly wetter than normal conditions depending on how this plays out. Keep in mind, July is not really a rainy month, so wetter than normal might not mean that much, but we'll take what we can get, certainly. Live outside right now, this has been our high temperature so far today, a record tying 101 on the final day of June. Skies are actually mostly cloudy. We've seen more cloud cover than recent days. Hasn't held our temperature down much in Austin, though. Pollen count, only one page. Mold, grass, hickory. Mold is one of the most likely things to be bothering you. On the periphery of this big heat ridge, which is still centered to our east, big thunderstorms firing from West Texas around the rim all the way to St. Louis. All of this patchwork of magenta and orange colors to our east. These are some excessive heat warnings and heat advisories as the worst of the heat now moves to the east. By the way, yesterday in southern Louisiana down in the swamps, there was a heat index of 123. Remember Austin's heat index record we just set last week, 118. Can you imagine what that must feel like? As the High pressure, though, continues to shrink away a little bit. We're hoping that high temperatures come down slightly. It's still going to be a hot holiday weekend, but look at this. Four days in a row starting tomorrow, we think, of just under 100 degree highs. Average highs are 95, so we're still running a little bit of a fever, but hey, it's an improvement over recent days. We have a new run of our high resolution model, which is actually continuing to suggest a higher chance of rain. Not happening immediately, so let me show you what I'm talking about. Overnight tonight, skies clear out after sundown, but they fill back in with some low clouds starting your day. Tomorrow morning, those clouds burn off pretty quickly, but by the afternoon, a pretty good mix of clouds and sun, maybe a little shadier out in the hill country, hopefully helping your temperatures come down slightly. We're expecting dry weather until Sunday afternoon. Some consistent signs now from some of our best performing high resolution models of a little broken complex of showers and storms forming in the hill country and most likely staying in generally the hill country area. Sunday afternoon and evening, we have raised your rain chance to 20%. So this model might be a little heavy handed, but we're going to kind of rinse and repeat this pattern beyond this model scope. Late Monday, late Tuesday, a couple more isolated storms are possible. The chance of rain on the 4th, though, not really worth planning around. Only a 10% shot of late day storms. Those will diminish quickly as the sun goes down, so fireworks should be fine. 99 on a hot 4th of July. Even when you add up all these daily rain chances through the end of next week, some of us get very little to no rainfall at all. Others, the lucky ones getting up to a quarter of an inch, maybe some slightly higher totals than that.
Tonight, clouds fill in by dawn, 77 degrees. Tomorrow, hopefully, we'll stay under 100. Breezy south-southeast winds and partly cloudy skies. Here comes the rain chance, 20% on Sunday, a little slimmer on the 3rd and 4th. Late next week, though, temperatures come down a little more as the rain chance goes up. Well, the 4th of July means fireworks, friends, family, and, of course, food. How much it'll cost you this year to put on that holiday cookout? It'll cost a little less than last year to host a July 4th cookout. According to the American Farm Bureau Federation, the average price for a cookout is down about 3% from last year's record high. But lawmakers say while this is a small relief for consumers, it's still not enough. The group's chief economist says while the estimated $7 per person this year is a slight drop from last year, the cost is still the second highest on record. We're down 3% from last year, but that's still 14% higher than two years ago. And that economist says this has a lot to do with inflation, driving up prices for hamburger buns and ground beef. President Biden has said the war in Ukraine is largely to blame for a lot of the inflation, and he says his administration will keep working to bring relief to Americans and their wallets. The consumer spending surge is slowing down, according to a new report released by the Commerce Department. The report says inflation pressures are easing. The report states that consumers barely increased their spending last month, boosting it just 0.1% and a sharp drop from the 0.6% increase in April. Overall, the index increased 0.3% when excluding food and energy. Prices also rose 3.8% compared to last year. Today's report comes just two days after the Federal Reserve said it was still prepared to keep interest rates at their peak for an extended time. Thanks for listening to KXAN News Nightly. You can also listen to KXAN News Today every morning for more in-depth coverage of what matters most to you.